Mum Tribe podcast. You're very welcome along to the Mum Tribe podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Erica. And uh, yeah, we're going to go and talk about uh, the environment, which I know um, everyone knows that I'm a bit of an eco warrior at times, eco bitch. <laughs> Other times, I just said that, not me. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, no, I've just been thinking recently about how many swaps and stuff that I have done that have been like actually really useful. And then there's a couple of things that I just can't wrap my head around. Um, and I know, Erica, you're kind of getting on the bandwagon in certain elements and similarly there are some elements that you can't wrap your head around as well and it's just really interesting how you just can't make all the changes. No I think like if you were trying to go 100% eco then your entire life would have to change so you'd have to think about absolutely everything down to what products you're using on your body or how your food is wrapped up or even like the smallest things about like what kind of car well not that's not small actually but what kind of car you drive or anything like that so I guess for me I've always been the type that I'm not going to fly the green flag in that I'm not going to say I'm fantastic because I think there's a lot of things that I can improve on but definitely one thing that I do is I try now I try I'm going to say the word try and I'm really going to emphasize the word try I try to shop sustainably and when I do that um I really thoroughly enjoy secondhand shops you can call them whatever you want we call them treasure shops in our house because you always find a treasure there and I coined that phrase because I didn't want my child going around telling everyone that we were going to secondhand shops which is kind of ridiculous because there is no kind of problem with them I think a lot of people see them as oh it's like dirty and disgusting but you know do you ever hear the phrase one man's trash is another man's treasure or woman actually it's not ridiculous that it was a man who said that but yeah um I try and do that and yeah you're kind of then the opposite you're really lifestyle changes aren't you <laughs> well I've tried um I find that really interesting actually what you said about clothes because I wouldn't be a secondhand clothes shop shopper but um some of the best stuff that we ever got when we were growing up was our cousins hand-me-downs because oh, hand they they were in Riverdance and they used to yeah. shop designer <laughs> so they would hand us <laughs> down that? stuff it was really amazing they, with Michael Flatley yes yeah and that's one thing that I've always wanted so like Depop is probably a version of it where you know you can actually go on and search what you're looking for I just find I'm never I've never been a rummager oh Depop is amazing yeah I love Depop so much Ellen you have no idea right that app came out and I was like oh yeah you know another app and I'll just download it and it'll be grand I swear to God, right, if you're in the mood to find something, like be it a dress or a top or shoes or you just kind of want to see what's in your size, I guarantee you, you download that app and you're on it for hours. You can't keep your phone out of your hands. Like I literally dressed myself for the entire break that we went to Portugal for our wedding. So all the kind of pre-wedding outfits. And then the post-wedding party outfits. Now, bar the second day, I did spend a lot of money on that dress. And that's grand. We won't talk about that. My husband definitely doesn't need to know about that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then for our whole mini-moon, because we were in Portugal for that as well, I basically dressed myself. I had dresses for every evening. 
clutch bags, even shoes. And like the whole thing is with the Depop is, do you ever buy something, right? And then you can't find the receipt or you take the tags off and then you're like, oh, it really doesn't suit me. Like it's desperate. A lot of the time, the nice stuff on Depop is the stuff that people just didn't bring back. So yeah. you could find the most amazing stuff on it. Like right now, I have a pair of pink suede boots that are the cutest boots I've ever seen in my life. Brand new from River Island on Depop and they were 20 euro. So if you went to buy them in River Island, they'd be what, like 60 euro? 70 Stupid euro? money. Probably yeah. even over 100 quid. Like Exactly. And like, that's what I love. I'm very much, because probably because I came from like a buying background when I left college, I got a job as a buyer for a couple of different retailers and I guess I see things as like how much they actually cost to make and so I have no mass on like no I do like my you know that I like my nice bags and I do like certain brands and things like that but I mean I couldn't justify a high street product for like 90 odd euro or something when I know full well that it didn't cost that to make it and then it's just the markup that the retailer. No, obviously, look, every there's lots of different things that come into that. But I'm definitely the type that I'm like, if I could buy three of something for the same price as I can buy one of something, why wouldn't I buy the three? That's yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's where one of my massive fallbacks is at the moment. Is that, like I'm obsessed with shopping on AliExpress <gasps> and oh. everything is in plastic from AliExpress. Hold on, though, yeah, I mean, okay, look. You are buying it from source, so that's good. But then there's like the carbon footprint of flying things over. Yeah. I like really love AliExpress. I really love AliExpress. You have no idea how much I love it. Do you know why? Because it's just like when I used to go to the trade shows in China and place orders for a retailer and price them at a stupid amount of money and then know full well that they cost a couple of cent. And now with AliExpress, you can actually buy them for a couple of cent. But yes. Everything is plastic. I got like yeah. um, a hairband for myself. The hairband was wrapped in plastic and then it was wrapped in bubble wrap and then it was wrapped in a plastic bag and then it was in a plastic jiffy bag. It's kind of insane. I can see why like they all yours. come in plastic jiffy bags because they do have to travel so far that, you know, whatever, something can happen them along the way. I don't oh, yeah. think a cardboard box would survive that far. But so one time in my life I tried to build eco bricks <laughs> and I loved the concept of eco bricks so in my head I had like a couple of stools for the back garden built Wait, and no. maybe a table what is an eco brick because okay. I'm still like what is that <laughs> so you get two liter water bottles which um we have a family member who's immunocompromised, so um, they drink, they have to drink uh, bottled water. It's, it's okay. like from the hospital anyway. So I was like, I can just okay. use those. And then the idea is that you chop up um, soft plastics that can't be recycled and you stuff them right. into these bottles until the bottles themselves are rock hard. Um, okay. Concept, fantastic. Uh, did it for ages. I just kept on stuffing plastic in and it was grand but then when I went to kind of like compress it and see how strong the brick or the bottle filled with plastic was it kind of crumpled in different places so I discovered that you have to kind of like mash the plastic down 
every time that you put it in and it suddenly became like a minor workout (laughs) and I would be doing it and like sweating so then obviously with anything that um you know takes that much effort you start to then put it off so it got to the point where (laughs) we had bags and bags of soft plastic under the sink Oscar the Grouch you know when he's in like his rubbish tip (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay it got this bad right that I moved house at the end of September last year with three like bin bags full of soft plastics oh Ellen (laughs) because I was like no I'm going to make those eco bricks And then just one day I just woke up and I was like, I physically can't do this to myself anymore. I'm never going to cut up all that plastic. I'm never going to actually make all those eco bricks. Yeah, but what were you going to make with the eco bricks? So like you can Google furniture out of eco bricks and you can make lovely little like stools. So you wouldn't have them just the height of one two liter bottle, but you'd have them the height of say two two liter bottles and you just kind of interlink them and like they're so solid that they're like bricks or whatever and then you could just put a cushion on top of it and it would like it actually would make a perfect little stool for outside and it doesn't get damaged or anything like that because it's plastic so it's not going to degrade um and like literally they're perfect for outdoor furniture um and i totally love to do it at some point, if I could find an easier way to get the fucking plastic <laughs> into the plastic bottle. If you could find the will to continue. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like a fantastic idea. It genuinely does. But at the same time, it's kind of like, did you ever start a DIY and then halfway through be like, why, why in God's name did I try and start this? No, this you know, is, I ever- think this is why I found it so difficult is because I generally do finish things that I start I found it really difficult to like let go (laughs) like I moved house with three bin liners full of soft plastics I can't emphasize that enough he's the same if that was my husband he'd be like get rid of the bags he calls me a hoarder because I'm like my dad I can't throw out random cables or you know small bits of things that don't make sense right now but you know you'll need them in the future you know that kind of thing i can't throw that stuff out because someone inevitably turns around to me and goes where's that tiny little dongle thing that i haven't seen in four years and i'll be like i know exactly where it is because i put it away i know like i'm that person in my family and but my family don't even care like my my mom and dad now would be very much like they'd keep all the bits but they are hoarders and of certain things like my mum's a hoarder of clothes so we moved out of home and my entire bedroom all the wardrobes everything full of all her clothes and accessories my mother's the exact same bedroom, same um her bedroom her big wardrobe is half her clothes and her small wardrobe and all like the fitted ones are full of all her stuff and like she just has stuff everywhere and i'm kind of anti that but at the same time i don't particularly like throwing things out for the sake of throwing things out and I drive my husband mad because I'm the type of person that goes on adverts and looks at the free stuff so that I can upcycle them because I love doing stuff like that. I like vintage stuff and I know vintage, like, oh, people roll their eyes at vintage and they're like, it's secondhand. But sometimes the stuff is actually genuinely, like, ancient and it's only going to be tipped 
somewhere and someone might as well use it. Do you remember like years ago, probably around the 90s, like everyone was totally against anything secondhand. Everything was like, it had to be brand new and mm. shiny, really modern and stuff like that. Well, that's kind of depressing in my eyes. Like you don't have to have everything brand new. I kind of like something with a bit of history behind it. Do you remember I, I do... before Ikea that you used to get furniture secondhand, like quite handily or like easily enough you would fi- be able to find like a lot of secondhand furniture whereas yeah. I don't know whether people just dump stuff now or what like I hate uh, I really want like a round table um like a side table for beside the couch yeah and the reason I want a yeah. round one is for feng shui purposes but I also don't want to spend like 90 quid <laughs> round table i'd love to pick one up seven second hand or whatever but i just can't find one at the minute um and like there used to be a time where it was kind of quite normal to be able to pick that kind of stuff up you know what now you're going to hate me for saying this because i know you're not a facebook person but facebook have this thing called facebook marketplace and pretty much people put up everything there i guarantee you would find one there so like adverts free section or adverts in general, if you want to buy one, whatever. Um, adverts, what's the other one? Dundee, Facebook Marketplace and Depop is more so closed. But you would definitely find them. Or even, you know, um, the St. Vincent de Paul or is the Weight yeah. Loss Charity. They normally have like furniture shops as well. Do you know who's amazing for stuff like this? There's two accounts on Instagram that like I'm obsessed with. One is Vintage Irish Cat. She's hilarious. Do you follow her? Mm, yeah. Oh my God. She's so brilliant. Like she and herself and a proud home, Joanne from a proud home, they like dump dumpster dive and they find these random things at the side of the road and then they do them up and they're absolutely amazing. Like um, Kat has uh, this beautiful, I think it was mahogany coffee table, like an oval shape. Do you remember those? very retro ones but everyone had one a couple of years ago like do everyone. i remember it there's still one in my mother's front room <laughs> well my mom had one and then my dog had a little like ping pong ball and i left him roll it under the table and then he scratched all the bottom of it and i got absolutely persecuted so then they got a rectangular one instead but, i built um, nail varnish remover on ours and oh. then we had to strip it all down and repaint it um mm. but she loved it more when she repainted it and she's never had to touch it since so yeah that was early uh, upcycling <laughs> exactly i spent um paint or nail polish remover on my mom's kitchen table and she nearly broke my two legs <laughs> <laughs> remember now this is the woman who you can't sit on the couch in case you dent the cushions i mean like yeah i just convinced one. my mom it was a good opportunity to get rid of all the scratches off it I don't know how I did it. I couldn't be quite persuasive I when either. I want to. Your mum seems like my mum. And my mum wouldn't take that shit at all. Like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the eco kind of things. What are you doing? So you know that I'm doing the whole secondhand shop. Now, I am going to say, though, and I'm probably going to break people's hearts if they're all into eco things, but I do like high street stuff as well. And I do buy from the likes of pennies and wherever else like h&m and stuff but i'm going to say that i've reduced it and i'm trying to reduce it more but yeah i still shop there and i think that um people probably shouldn't be judgmental about others if they're 
if they do shop in places like that. Um, so I think know. reduce is the kind of key to exactly. the whole thing. So that's where the reason I brought up the eco bricks is I started to go, I don't mind buying that thing in the shop wrapped in soft plastic because I'll just put it in the eco brick. So my actual <laughs> consumption of soft plastics increased because um, I was like, oh, I have a way out of yeah. the kind of recycling loop or whatever which is counterproductive to a certain extent as well. So I think if you focus on reduce, which is what we are trying to do as much as possible. Um, now it's been different, obviously, the past couple of months. We haven't been able to shop around shops as much. Yeah. So there's certain shops where you can get fruit and veg loose really easily, albeit more expensive. But it's easier to pick up loose fruit and veg. And there's certain shops where like loose fruit and veg doesn't exist it's all packaged or whatever um so we have had probably more plastic consumption or whatever and then obviously because I've been pregnant as well I've been eating like crisps and snack foods and stuff like that and all that stuff comes in like soft non-recyclables but yeah so I've tried to make changes that are kind of more fundamental so I use solid shampoo which was an absolutely massive change for me. Yeah. Uh, like my hair. I'm still trying to get my head around that. Like, why did you swap to that? Um, first of all, where did you buy it? So um, I bought it. it. I bought it on Reusey. So basically all of my ideas, ideas have come from Pat at Reusey. <laughs> She's unreal. Isn't she though? She is unreal. Like she sent me that Chirico, um detergent and kind of cleaning products and stuff like that because she has them in her shop. Oh, sorry, she has the refillable. Um, she sells the true eco as well, and then she has the refillable, exactly. like big, big bottles to refill them. Yeah. yeah. So I love that idea of first of all, you're buying the bottle, but you're not just chucking it away straight away, that you can actually bring it back and refill it. Because if I could do that, even the fact alone of, you know, your actual rubbish and how much your waste removal costs a year would go way down if you were able to do that well I'm assuming like obviously with the the shampoo bars and stuff like that that you don't have the bottle anymore so what does it come on like a string or something <laughs> no uh it's not a tampon uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just comes as a solid bar of soap and so I decided to change because um I saw these Janny bars or Yanny bars I'm not sure how it's pronounced but um yeah yeah yoni Um, bars no j-a-n-n-i oh yoni bars are for your vagina sorry oh okay (laughs) (laughs) she makes ones that are for intimate uh care as well um but (laughs) anyway (laughs) um it said on them that there was no transition period so during uh lockdown when i was quite sick i was just trying to look for something to cheer myself up um so i was like you know what i'll give them a go because i'm not gonna be going anywhere for two to three weeks and if my hair is like greasy and stuck to my head then i'll know that you know shampoo bars are a bust and i think i saw the almost earth mama oh yeah using them and yeah her hair was so shiny. And I was like, I want shiny hair. Yeah. Um, so I tried it and I haven't gone back since. Um, so it just, to me, my hair is cleaner. 
all round. They're as handy to use as um, liquid shampoo. It takes a little bit of getting used to. The idea of kind of rubbing a bar of soap through your hair and then they do a conditioner as well. Um, uh, so I don't, I have changed my shampoo, my conditioner, and I've changed from a body wash to a soap. Um, and then in the shower as well, I have changed from shaving foam and disposable razors to a solid bar of shaving soap and the uh, reusable razors or what are they called? Safety razors. Yeah. Like, do you know what? I think my dad was like ahead of the game because all he uses is bars of soap. Like we tried to get him into the whole liquid soap thing years ago and he was just like, no, no, I'm grand. Keep me with my bar of soap. And you know what? It's probably better off. Like cost per use would surely be much lower than if you buy bottled product, wouldn't it? Yeah, my mother has simple soap all the time. Yeah. And like she probably buys a double pack of simple soap once a year, like... (laughs) That's it. <laughs> okay. Do you know? But like that's that's it. You like it just... every time she comes in. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, sorry for the shower. Like instead of a, <laughs> a shower bar thing, she actually does use liquid hand soap. Weirdly enough, I think that's just a given now, though, isn't it? In houses, yeah. people don't expect to see the bar of soap anymore. But tell me about the safety razor. What's the story with that? Do you cut the legs off yourself, or is it all right? Defo, the best change that I made. So much better than. The disposable razors i have very fast regrowth so i could shave my legs like now and they'll be regrowth in about an hour yeah mine but you're blondie <laughs> light hair whereas i'm like five o'clock shadow struggled straight away i so rarely have my legs out that i kind of more shave my legs just for myself yeah i get that i do, do that in know? winter yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, like I've, I've cut myself a couple of times, but I used to cut myself all the time with safety razor as well. Uh, you know, the disposable razor, because I'm just a disaster with shaving. I hate doing it so much that I do it so fast that oh. I am a hazard to myself. Oh my <laughs> but um, that's for my legs. I do my underarms every time I'm in the shower or whatever. Um, and it's perfect. Shave your other bits then as well. Is that too much of a personal question? Sometimes. I can't be honest, to be honest. Because your safety razor. I'm not a very hairy person. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I just am. I don't have a huge amount of body hair in general. Look at you. I know. Like, there's hair everywhere. Bar where I need it to be, I am on my forehead which is we all know an ant and deck forehead and my eyebrows that have taken about 20 years to grow back from the time that I plucked them once oh yeah I got my eyebrows done for the first time the other day since I'm gonna say it was November and oh my god it's so amazing unreal I'm just looking at them just going oh my god this is amazing See, I think <laughs> I myself I need to be at that level now. I think I need to go get mine done because I've been tinting mine at home, but it's just not the same as going to a salon. I feel bad about going to beauty salons then though because of the environmental thing because like wax, I don't think can be recycled and like dyes and stuff like, I don't, I don't know. It just always makes me feel bad, but not so bad enough that I don't do it. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying is you can't be 
full-on eco all the time I don't think you probably can yeah I never even thought of that about like salons and stuff but this is it I mean I definitely I'm not into preaching to people about like you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that I think that can you work it out yourself but be a bit mindful like the small thing of um kids going back to school now and not being able to use lunch boxes and stuff like that which most people would and the kind of communication to a lot of parents was use a Ziploc bag but now the schools have come out with well if you want to you can use a paper bag so that's what I'm using because at least I know that if the food inside is compostable or whatever you call it um that bag can go in there too as opposed to if it's a Ziploc bag then you know what good is that so like small things like that I guess would help and even like the reusable water bottles and key cups and stuff like that. I think there are things that like you can pick them up in most inexpensive shops, even, you know, if you don't want to put a massive investment behind it um, yeah. and then you go from there. But yeah, I mean, like telling someone to live in like a mud hut and, you know, only like create a, a flame for their fire by like, I don't know, using flint or something. It's just not going to happen. So you might as well try with the, the smaller bits and pieces and then see how you get on well that's where I try and grow a small bit of my own veg or whatever but like it's not enough to feed us for the year but it's kind of a bit of a token gesture more than anything else and yeah. I think a lot of people have gotten into that as well which is like you know every every little helps uh, exactly. ironically being a, a tagline for major retail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, even that retailer, don't they do this whole thing now is they try not to have um, food waste in their shop and that they have companies that come and take the product and use them for like, not necessarily food banks, but kind of like soup kitchens and things. Um, okay. And yeah, I've seen, it's Tesco that we're talking about. We're not getting paid for them. <laughs> yeah, but just come on, lads, like throw a fiver behind us. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, um. I've seen a lot of their products that they're doing now. They're kind of going back to, do you remember like the old school grocery shops where everything was unwrapped and then you mm. picked up a bag if you needed it, but left it kind of loose. I've noticed that a lot of their veg is loose now and things. So yeah, yeah. we're moving in the right direction, but look, it's going to take a while for everyone to get there. But I think um, just the way things are going at the moment as well with the whole COVID thing, um, I know just like the reusable masks are really easy to pick up and buy them everywhere. But I know personally, like I have a mixture of both. So I have reusable if I'm stuck and then I have, or sorry, I have the single use if I'm stuck and then I have the reusable for every day and I just wash them and like cost per wear, it's cheaper obviously because you're only buying it once, but then you're using it a lot of times. And this is not a plug for my niece's business, by the way. <laughs> and they're more stylish anyway. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're lovely. And do you know what? Like today now I got dressed and I was like, oh, which mask will I wear with my outfit? And it's, yeah, it's like a little accessory now. Do you know? So it's nice. Um, but yeah, Mine are all like, black. <laughs> but you know what? She actually said that to me. She said so many people were contacting her saying, can you make all black or all grey? Yeah. But I get too because then it's just a case of your mask is your mask and that's it. Like, you yeah. know, you know how many you have but yeah i guess that's it no anyway, yeah and um yeah don't that's the environment me. i would love to know if anyone has made any like really simple changes like i think the shampoo thing and the safety razor thing has been a really simple change for me that's been zero impact effectively on my life yeah. um 
and if anyone else has kind of done that it's uh eco cleaning products as well as the other one and then i've got a bamboo toothbrush like all those things have just been really really easy yeah to change and with kids instead of buying the whole plastic fantastic range of toys the wooden ones or like what are you doing with your kids to try and make them a bit more aware of our environment and stuff like that so yeah we'd love to hear from you let us know but for now take it easy bye bye talk soon bye